Hello and welcome to Trainer's Voice, brought to you by Guardian Angel Equine Services. This podcast was created for the busy equestrians in mind for on-the-go training, chat, and learning. My goal as a trainer is to help improve horses' lives and performance by educating and helping their owners. These episodes are my opinions based on my knowledge from research and experience. Feel free to ask any questions. My links will always be in the show notes. Hello and welcome back. I just wanted to tell, talk to y'all today just about a little story time that I have. So some of y'all know that I do follow Raleigh Link's um, YouTube channel. Um, while some, uh, some people probably hate it still. Um, I've actually grown to really like it. Um, just because she's grown a lot from where she started and... I've really grown to really like how informative it has been and that she is actually becoming a vet um, and things like that. So super excited about all those things for her. Um, However, so in the mornings, it is morning time. So good morning. I hope you have a great day. I, I get up in the mornings and I... Um, usually before I get out of bed, I go through my phone. I go through all my social medias, checking, making sure I don't have any notifications. Do I need to reply to anybody? You know, whatever on all my social media. And usually I check YouTube last because I typically get on there. And when I check it, I, um, check to see like who all has posted videos. Do I want to see them? What have I missed? What's going on? Things like that. And so, I figured I'd do a story time this morning while I'm getting ready for you guys. Um, Just to kind of go over my story. So, when I went through everything this morning and I got on YouTube, I saw that Raleigh had posted a video about Chloe and her scandal. I say scandal. Incident with um, Mark Todd. He's an Olympic um, rider. I want to say he's an event writer. Forgive me. I'm not in the English world like I would like to be. (laughs) But, um, yeah. So, I just know Mark Todd. I just watched this video. So, um, if you haven't watched it, definitely go watch it. Um, I need to stop saying, um, go watch it. It's, uh, quite the incident. And I had one similar to that and I figured I would just kind of do a story time and let y'all and kind of tell y'all what happened and things like that. So long story short, a couple years ago, I entered Jake or me and Jake joined a local riding club and our local roundup club. And so, excuse me while I'm getting everything together for this morning. Boop, boop, boop. Sorry. Um, oh, that smells good. Sorry. Give me one second. Let me get everything. Um, like I said, it is the morning. Try and get ready here. Okay, I think that is everything I needed in here. Okay. 
So we joined the um, local roundup club and I figured, you know, I was getting Jake back into work. We were hauling to barrel races and I was like, roundup club doing play days would be a great way to get back into the swing of things. I feel like if we could win a buckle at a play day, then we have a chance winning a buckle at a barrel race. Um, Hopefully. Anyway, long story short, we didn't win a buckle. And Jake is not a play day horse, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, so, sorry, forgot something else. There we go. Okay. Um, so we entered and did the play day series, uh, for two years ago. So I guess that would really be 2020. Um, super I was very involved and which I expected to be involved when I got there I was like I'm really like to help and do things and so I helped set it up and I did some exhibitions we did the play days well long story short we had about ooh, 11 12 play days um in that season and we showed up to all of them and I quickly learned after a couple that Jake is not a play day horse. He would rather do one event and be done versus doing four events and being up until midnight, which I couldn't agree more with this kid. Okay. Um, so we have not played aid since I told him after that we would, we would never play day anymore with him anyway. And he got into a problem of Sorry, taking my vitamins. Um, as the events go on, so we did four events. Poles was always the last event. And by the time we got to Poles, um, he would refuse to go in the gate. He uh, wouldn't want to go in. Wouldn't, like, he would try to take off with me. He would um, shake his head and snore and... He just really didn't like it, which I don't blame him. You know, I, I never threw a fit about it and never really done anything about it because I knew he didn't like it and this wasn't going to last forever. And so I just kind of went with it. And then he got into this thing where we would go down, we threw the poles back, uh, we would go down and then we threw the poles and at the end pole nearest to the gate, he would rear up when I would try to turn him around and go back up. And... It got to where he almost one time I thought he was going to flip over with me. But I never done anything about it. I just let him go through his thing. We weaved back up and went out the gate. And I'd get off of him and we would go to the trailer. Which I know a lot of people would be like, well, you shouldn't do that. Well, you know, it is what it is. And no, it didn't mess him up. It did not create any bad habits. He has not reared since the last play day, which has been two years ago. So, don't come at me with that. Um... He was literally just expressing his feelings about what was going on, and he didn't like it. I didn't like it, so I didn't blame him one bit. Um, so long story short, it was like the last or second to last play day by the end of the season. And to be honest, um, I was, so there is this girl who a lot of people say she's a hand. Western version, if you don't know what a hand means, it means you're, you're 
a good writer. Um, you get out there and push for it. You know, you, you fight for it, whatever. You know, you're, you're a hand. You're just a good writer, a good person to uh, have writing, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, so a lot of people called her a hand. You know, she's got some really good horses. But as you, as the season went on, I really did not care for how she rode. To me, it was very aggressive. She was very heavy in the hands. Um, and a lot of people may look at me and then if they know who she is, which I'm not saying her name or the club we were in or anything like that. But if people who know her know me, probably are going to look at me and be like, well, you're retarded. Like, she's definitely a hand, good rider, all those things. Like, they're not going to believe anything I say. So, which is why there's no point in me saying anything because everybody's just going to come after me. But anyway... So this girl comes up after all season, mind you, only one other person has helped me into the arena during polls when Jake started to refuse. And that was a good friend of mine who I boarded with at the time. So thankful for her. And so it was in the last play day. Jake was refusing. Typically... Sometimes I had gotten off, walked him through the gate, and then got back on. Well, Summer, why would you do that? That would create a problem. No, no, it did not. Um, Jake goes in just fine now. Thank you. Um, but I, I did that for his insanity. You know, it's to me, it's not about letting the horse win a battle. That's not exactly, that's not a, what it's about at all. That's not even what the horse thinks. Horse is telling you he doesn't want to go in here. He doesn't want to do it. Well, I get off, show him a little respect, walk him through and be like, please, will you do this? And guess what? He did it. The thing to that is, though, like, I did not run him through the pattern ever. I did not ask him to go full speed. I asked him to lope a couple times, but during these times when he showed extreme stress, I only asked for a trot. And in return, because he was stressed, he would try to run off with me and I would try to keep him in a trot because I don't want to go at a walk. Because I don't want to hold everybody else up. It's like 11, 11.30 at night by our time that we go. And I don't want to hold everybody up. So I need to go at a faster pace. But I don't want to go at a pace that's going to make him lose his mind. Which is pretty much a lope or a run. So, um, yeah. So at this time, nothing was working. Jake was not getting inside the arena no matter what. Like, I couldn't have done anything. And I do not whip my horses. And so finally, um, this girl sees me and is like, do you need help? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I do need help. Um, because usually if we get stuck, I can just back him into the arena and turn him around and things are just fine. Even then he wouldn't back, he wouldn't do anything. So... In my head, she asked if I needed help. I thought she was going to grab his reins and lead him into the arena, which may or may not have worked. Um, but no, she had reins or an over and under whip or something. And she started welling on Jake on his rear. And when I tell you that Chloe's horse in that video that Raleigh showed was buckling and he was just kind of like antsy stutter stepping and, you know, he didn't want to go, but he was getting hit. That's literally how Jake was acting. Like, he was not about to go in that arena, but he didn't want to embrace the hits. 
And this girl hit him four or five times before she realized that this horse is not going in the arena. And then, and I'm pretty sure her mom even said something. Then she grabbed the horse's rein and grabbed Jake's rein and led him into the arena. And he walked with her. First of all, it says a lot for a horse, for someone to have just beaten the crap out of a horse and then he'll walk with her into the arena, the place where he does not want to go, says a lot mentally. <laughs> like, if someone hit me and then is like, okay, let's go, and I follow them, people are going to be like, you have major mental issues wanting to go with that person. You know, same for the horse. You have major mental issues wanting to go with that person. But at the same time, he has to fight in his head. If I don't go with her, she's going to hit me some more. So he's got to play a gambling game there with his own mind. Um, which I guess would be the same with us humans. Like you got to gamble. Like if I don't go with them, are they going to hit me? But you know, it is what it is. So anyway, so that did work. So it probably would have worked in the first place. I, at that time, because of what happened, I did not ask Jake to run at all. I kept him at a trot. I did not let him lunge forward, did not let him take off with me. We trotted. And, of course, he reared up like his normal thing, and we come out, and I led him to, um, I got off in the alleyway and led him to the trailer and was crying all to the trailer, telling him how sorry I was, like I should have said something, I should have done something. But literally, in that moment, no one has ever hit my horse before. Like, no one has ever hit my horse before other than me. And I'll be the grown-up and say that when I was younger training Jake, like, I had hit him. I had abused him. And so for him to love me as much as he does, like, really hurts my heart. And I'm pretty sure I've done a podcast or a video over this before. But, like, the, as much forgiveness he has given me, like, hurts my heart to know because I had done a lot of bad stuff with him, which is the reason why I have changed my methods so dr dramatically. But anyway, so no one else had ever hit my horse before. So for someone else to just rear back and smack him on the rear, like it's okay, like it's their horse, like they do it all the time. I immediately went into shock. My eyes got wide. I was holding on to Jake and I was just like sitting there like, and disbelief and it went so fast that when she was walking him forward I immediately started thinking oh my gosh she just hit my horse like she literally just abused my horse and I was super mad at myself for not saying anything and not being like hey stop like don't do that or suggesting to lead him in in the first place or like I just kept making up things in my mind that I could have done that I just sat there and let her do it. And so even to this day, I still hate myself for it because it's like, I could have said something. A normal person probably would have said something, but, and I don't know Chloe's full story, um, exactly like what was going on through her head at the moment. Um, but, like, I feel like it's probably the same thing that went with her. Like, you're in such disbelief at the time that you, like, pretty much are like a deer in headlights. Your eyes are wide and you're just hanging on making sure the horse doesn't hurt you or, like, throw you or something. And just, like, you're sitting there like, holy crap. 
Like, what's going on right now? Why is this person hitting my horse? Like, it's just a lot of feelings that flood. When someone starts hitting your own horse, let alone, like she said, she didn't give permission for him to hit her horse. I didn't give permission for her to hit my horse. I literally, when I said yes to her helping me, thinking she was going to lead him in there like any other normal person had. Typically, when you ask for help at a barrel race or any Western sport or anything that I've seen, people don't automatically just hit your horse. This girl, honestly, from the way of watching her riding and watching her deal with horses and things, she is very, she's a very angry person. <laughs> like, I will stand by that. I feel like she is a very angry person and probably needs help, but so do I. So anyway, like it's the same, like I've never seen anybody just start immediately welling on a horse. The only other time I've seen anybody do that is when they've exhausted all other things. Like if a horse won't go into the arena with another horse beside them. Or if somebody can't lead them into the arena, then sometimes I will see someone who will revert to using the over and under. And that I don't even agree with. And some people don't even do that. They'll just revert to the over and under. I remember another girl. Wasn't my horse she was riding. I don't know if it was her horse or a client horse, but this horse literally was not getting anywhere near the alleyway to go run barrels we were at a barrel race mind you I know who this person is and I don't like her I don't like the way she rides again aggressive and heavy-handed but this horse wouldn't get anywhere near it so she's sitting here just wailing over and under over and under over and under over and under like rapidly way more times than this girl had hit my horse like she is getting after this horse and <clears throat> Watching that, like, in my mind, like, I said something out loud, but not loud enough to, like, where everyone could hear me, just only around, like, only enough for the people around me could hear, and was like, that's not going to get your horse in the, in the alleyway, and that's all I said, and a couple of people looked at me and laughed, like, they agreed with me, which made me feel a little bit better about saying something out loud. But listen, guys, I'm trying to build up my confidence to actually saying something out loud to the person, calling them out in public, you know. We're trying to work on my confidence. But anyway, so at least I said something to people nearby me so they know that that is not okay. Didn't work, didn't work. So let me tell you, Jake had some refusals after we stopped play dang we started hauling to barrel races last year and so he wouldn't go in after literally watching her beat this horse to death because it wouldn't go in he wouldn't go in i looked this girl dead straight in the eyes i turned my horse around and backed him up in the alleyway no issues backed up turn around did my pattern that's all you gotta do find another alternative don't just sit there and beat your horse if it's not working it's not gonna work Okay? Like, chill. And that's always my go-to with Jake, is, like, if he won't, if he doesn't want to go in, which now the last five play days we've gone to, he has not refused. So, thankful for that. But that wasn't my go-to. If he, if, if his feet got stuck and he didn't want to go in, i just turn him around and back him up. And if he didn't want to back up, then we would turn around and face. And then we would turn around back and back up again, you know? Just move it, moving their feet. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> wow, getting sick. 
Um, so, you know, anyway, I just thought I'd give you all my story time. It's been long enough. I'm going to finish getting ready, but I thought, um, when I saw that today, I figured I'd get on here while I was getting ready and tell you all my story with kind of my incident, kind of similar to that. My person wasn't an Olympic rider. However, you know, it's, it doesn't matter if you're an Olympic rider or not, you're still abusing the horse. So anyway, if y'all have incidences like that, please definitely reach out and let me know and let's chat about them and, um, just kind of tell each other our feelings, you know, how we've overcome this and what did you do in that point? Like, did you actually tell them to stop? Were you like the deer in the headlights like me or what went on through your head? Um, let's all kind of happy, uh, help make this a better industry for each other and create a better environment and really starting to stand up to these people. So like I've said before, all my links are in the descri description below or in the show notes. Good Lord, I'm having it today. Um, in the show notes. So if you want to reach out, talk, chat, whatever, you need advice, go find me. I'd be happy to help.